3: December twenty twenty three. Run a little bit behind today. Run a little bit late. can I tell you how much I hate the modern world. I, is this a is this a unique experience of mine? I hate everything about the modern world. It all sucks. I have social media. Key, well, and it's it's doubly difficult for people like yours. Truly, I am sure everybody's experienced this. I'm just sound like an old I'm sound like an old man here. But in the old days, if you wanted to get a pizza delivered, you'd call the pizza delivery place and you'd say, Pepperoni, here's my address. Click, then you'd give them cash when they arrived. It was so simple. And then they came along and made everything easier by giving us apps. So now if you want to order food, you gotta download the app and you gotta input your wallet, and it just it makes everything more difficult. Which it's that for everything. But then on top of that, for us, using social media is so much more difficult because our accounts constantly get banned. Anyway, this is a long rambling story, but I have social media accounts that have to be linked to a phone number. My old phone number got banned, so I can't use that. So I go and get a Google voice number linked to my number. I use that instead. Somehow I get logged out of social media. I don't know if my account got banned or what. I'm trying to sign back in. It's like, we've sent a you know, I have two-step verification, got to keep the account secure. They say, all right, we sent a confirmation code to your phone number. So I go, go to Google Voice to find the confirmation code and Google Voice just took my number away. I just don't have that number anymore. I can't figure out why, can't figure out how. I know Google Voice has a thing. If you don't use it every three months, then they take it away, but I'm careful to use it to not let that happen check my email, there's no warning. Hey, your phone number's about to go away. So now I've got social media accounts with two-step verification linked to a phone number that Google just stole from, just took away from me. So what am I supposed to do? Call Google? Oh, should I give Google a call? Should I get one of their customer representatives on the line to help me deal with this situation? And this is the frustration, is that in this this hyper-bureaucratic, hyper-technocratic world, there's no people, there's no decision makers. It's just algorithms running, there's nobody to complain to, nobody to ask questions about, nobody to help you. It's just, now I just don't have access to social media accounts. Somebody does. Somebody has my number out there. So now I'm texting my number going, hey, whoever you are, can you just send me the confirmation codes? And then I'll link it to a different, you know, you'll you'll stop being bothered. I'll link it to a different number, but just, can you help me out here? And of course, I get no response. I was sort of frustrated, running around before the show day trying to get access to my social media accounts and a number that Google just decided one day wasn't mine anymore. (laughs) Now it's gone. So good luck to whoever has my social media accounts now. You know, upload good stuff, I guess, because I can't anymore. It's just incredibly frustrating. And again, it's just overly complicated by the fact that we keep getting banned from places and then have to make a new email account, a new phone number, and we have to get back. It's all very annoying. It's all very annoying. Another annoying thing about the modern world it's not uncommon now for me just to be driving home and there's just some dude on the curb on a street near my house, disheveled, filthy, unshaven, drugged out, just standing on the curb, kind of swaying, staring at nothing. And it's just like is this normal? is this normal? Has this ever been normal? Have we ever has anybody ever lived in a world where you just have drugged out zombies just standing guard on your corner? I mean, like They don't belong to your neighborhood. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go let my kid walk to school, or I'm going to go let my kid go to the park by himself. I, none of that's possible anymore. The modern world just sucks. Everything's falling apart. And the one benefit, the technology that we have, is only making everything more complicated and annoying. So I'm kind of pissed off, and I'm going to take my anger out. On the globalists, when we return, we're going to talk about the World Health Organization. We're going to talk about Ukraine and Israel. It's all coming up. Stay-
1: there are, of course, those who do not want us to speak. How did this happen? Who's to blame? Well, certainly there are those who are more responsible than others, they will be held accountable. But again, truth be told, if you're looking for the guilty, you need only look into a mirror. I know why you did it. I know you were afraid. Could not be? War? Terror? Disease? There were a myriad of problems which conspired to corrupt your reason and rob you of your common sense. I got the best fear, and in you panic, you turned to the now High Chancellor, and all he demanded in return was your silent, obedient consent. But if you see what I see, if you feel as I feel, and if you would seek as I seek, together we shall give them a 5th of November that shall never, ever
3: be fought. While other networks lie to you about what's happening now, InfoWars tells you the truth about what's happening next. Yes, folks, we are 11 months away to the day of the 2024 presidential election, if they allow such a thing to occur. After all, you can't be trusted to choose your leaders. You can't be trusted to do your own research. While they ever trust you to vote, they know what's good for you, despite their proclamations about democracy. seems that every time the population is at odds with the powers that be, it's the population that draws the short straw. We have a lot of videos to go to today, a lot of news to get to. Houses exploding in Virginia, questions being asked to Christopher Ray, who answers them with the arrogant non-answers that only the FBI seems capable of deploying. We've got the war in Ukraine ending in just devastation with no point. And the war in Israel accelerating into destruction with a genocidal point. We will get to all of it and more. We'll get to your phone calls in the third hour, no guest today, so plenty of time for your phone calls. Let's go to some of these uh, question and answer sessions that are going on at the Congress. First, we'll start with clip number 16. I, I, I want you, I'll tell you what I think about this on the other side. It's the new House Speaker, Mike Johnson, given a, a very nonsensical reason as to why the January 6th tapes have to be blurred. This doesn't make any sense, and we'll pick it apart on the other side. Here's House Speaker Mike Johnson.
4: The American people to draw their own conclusions. We should not, they should not be dictated by some narrative and accept that as fact. So they can review the tapes themselves. Uh, we're going through a methodical process of releasing them as quickly as we can. As you know, we have to blur some of the faces of persons who uh, participated in in, uh, in the events of that day because we don't want them to be retaliated against and uh, and 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 to be charged by the DOJ and and to have other uh, you know concerns and problems. So uh, that's a slow process to get it done. We're working steadily on it. We've hired additional personnel to do that, and uh, all of those tapes ultimately at the end will, will be out so everybody can see them and draw their own conclusion. Let me go. To the-
3: so, just tell me if that passes the smell test. Tell me if that passes. Basic logic. They have to blur some people's faces in the tapes that the Congress and the American government has had since January 6th, 2021. In order to release them, they have to blur-, blur the faces to prevent retaliation and being charged by the DOJ. Are they suggesting the DOJ doesn't have access to these tapes? What a joke. What an absolute joke. It's pretty obvious why they're blurring the faces. They're blurring the faces so you don't identify employees of the federal government. (laughs) It's so you don't identify the undercover operatives that were on the ground that day, likely leading the charge and creating the whole situation as a false flag entrapment scheme to demonize and turn into domestic terrorist people who just sincerely want fair elections in this country. They're blurring the faces to protect them from the DOJ. I mean, that makes so little sense. It's kind of baffling. You can kind of tell the way he says it. He kind of speeds through it. It's like that. That's complete and utter nonsense. That's total. You've got so you've got the DOJ sitting there blurring faces to hide them from themselves. And then they're releasing the tape. (laughs) This This is balderdash. I declare complete nonsense. It makes no sense whatsoever. Not even a little bit, but. They are blurring faces, and the question is why. And the answer, because they're undercover operatives, because they're blurring their own agents who were on the scene and on the ground that day to prevent their uh, questions being asked about why these people weren't charged. Hmm, could it be because they're the FBI? But of course, it was all about setting up the current manifestation of the war on terror as the eye of Sauron turns inward and identifies American patriots as the biggest threat to America. And, of course, that was part of the questioning of Christopher Ray today. Let's go to uh, clip number 10 here. FBI Director Christopher Ray sounds the alarm once again about serious terror threats to America. Let's watch.
5: So what I would say that is unique about the environment that we're in right now in my career is that while there may have been times over the years where individual threats – Could have been higher here or there than where they might be right now i've never seen a time where all the threats or so many of the threats are all elevated all at exactly the same time that's what makes this environment that we're in now so fraught and why funding our men and women who are working shoulder to shoulder with state and local law enforcement and other partners every day makes it even more important not less
4: so Blinking red lights analogy about 9 11. All the lights were blinking red before 9 11. Apparently, obviously, all of us missed it. Would you say that there's multiple blinking red lights out there? I see blinking lights everywhere I turn.
3: Maybe, just maybe. I'm not the expert here. I'm not the head of the FBI. I'm just some, you know, poor layman down here observing things, not from the you know, out here in the peanut gallery. But what if, what if, hear me out, you spend more time actually going after criminals and terrorists than after Catholic fathers of nine who are protesting abortion? What if, instead of spending a majority of your resources on investigating American citizens for wrong think and for protesting things like the World Economic Forum, the World Health Organization, or the stolen election, what if instead you actually focused on the actual terror threats that exist? You know, it's just, it's all a joke. It's all a complete joke. There's almost no point in even watching these videos. We've got more and we will go to them because they are illuminating. But at a certain point, you've got a border with 10,000 people a day pouring through. 10,000 people a day. You've got DAs across the country funded by foreign terrorists the likes of George Soros who are letting innumerable crimes be committed without even the slightest whiff of justice in the air. You've got so much violence and terror and potential for terror being caused by the actions of our own government while they spend an inordinate amount of time and resources going after patriotic Americans for expressing their First First Amendment right. It's such a joke. It's such a calamity that they've created for us. And of course, his talking points go perfectly in line with the World Economic Forum. The poly crisis. Oh, there's just so many crises all at once. How are we going to deal with all of these? I guess one world government's the only answer. I guess total surveillance and total Internet of Things, constant control of your every action, I guess is what we have to do because ah, it's just all so out of control. Oh, there's so many different terror threats from all these different angles. 90% of the problems are caused by the policies of this administration, the open borders, the endless support for the genocidal war in Gaza that's causing Jews and Muslims to commit terrorist attacks against people the heightened level of outrage and and fury that they inspire with their endless litany of lies that they then impose censorship to try to conceal it's such a joke, it's just all such a ridiculous joke but it's not funny because there are real threats they are going to go missed They are going to go unconfronted because these people are busy kicking in the door of a priest because he dared to suggest that you shouldn't kill a baby before it's born. We'll get into it on the other side. Stay tuned, folks.
1: One of the most frustrating things about being awake to the globalist agenda is seeing the general public still asleep. By and large, not aware of the magnitude of the incredible danger they're under, but also the ongoing attacks and the magnitude of the death caused by the lethal injections, masquerading as vaccines. It is so frustrating to see people going about their daily lives oblivious, and you realize ignorance is not bliss, it equals death. But people are starting to really understand how serious things are, and that's... That's a hard thing to do, because to wake up to a dystopic reality and realize that we're in the middle of a giant biological weapons war against humanity, and that there's mass sterilization that's already taken place, and they're cutting off all the major energy sources, is really hard to deal with, but it's the reality. Facing it is our only chance to turn this around, because stuff's about to get really, really nasty. Infowars.com. today at InfoWarsStore.com, either signed as a fundraiser, and I thank you for the support, or unsigned, but whatever you do, take action now. We're fighting for you, but we can't keep on if you don't support us, so please, get the historic book now. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening at InfoWarsStore.
4: The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show.
3: I can see it right now, the FBI control room, red lights blinking on every surface. Oh my god, it's a red alert. Overwhelming amounts of threats coming down the pipe. You're looking from red light to red light, and you're like, wait a second. Wait a second, this blinking red siren light says mothers are asking elementary schools not to show pornography to their children. Is that really an emergency? Is that really a giant threat? This one over here says people are noticing that the election was stolen. Is that, should that really be a, a red alert threat? I don't think – I think we can ignore most of these. I think most of these red lights are just your own fevered, paranoid imagining of threats. I don't think they're actually threats. I think what they are is American citizens exercising their First Amendment right to counteract the prevailing narrative – ...of the mainstream media and the globalist system. I don't think these are actual threats. I think instead the actual threats are being unopposed, unconfronted, and ignored while you're spending resource after... I mean, let's just be clear. I'm not speculating. Whistleblowers in the FBI have said they themselves personally were taken off of child trafficking cases... And put on two so-called domestic terror cases where they say there were more FBI agents than there were domestic terrorists investigating. This is complete nonsense, but it's nonsense we have to pay attention to. It's nonsense with a purpose. There's a reason why they are both allowing a lax security state. There's a reason they're allowing tens of thousands of people across the border without vetting them. There's a reason that they're heightening tensions across the board. They want the attacks. They want actual physical violence while at the same time blaming the people that are simply expressing themselves and expressing their dissent against the programs of the United States. So you'll simultaneously have the crisis and outrage and terror and fear that can be utilized to take rights away and to empower the security state while at the same time Demonizing continuously with a slow drip, where every week or so you have some new statement from some new official talking about the danger, the new and, and even more dangerous circumstances of uh, white people uh, existing, you know, protesting abortion or protesting at their school board or any of these little things. And the people don't know the details, they don't look into it, they don't actually ask themselves, is this claim valid? It's the authorities, and the authorities, of course, are the arbiters of truth when it comes to the mainstream media, so they buy it hook, line, and sinker, and what they walk away with is domestic terror, biggest number one danger, threat. We have to do something. We have to do something to stop these white people from daring to be Catholic. So it's it's all completely orchestrated. It's all completely on purpose. It is all – it all fits perfectly in – The paradigm that we lay out continuously, problem, reaction, solution, they're causing the problem. Right now, all of the statements about white supremacy and domestic extremism and MAGA extremism, it's all seeding the ground for the reaction and the solution, which is taking away your rights, taking away your sovereignty and consolidating power more strongly than ever in the central federal government. It's all pretty obvious, but people miss it. Apparently nobody's paying attention. We are. Let's go to clip number six here. This is Christopher Ray of the FBI being asked about targeting Catholic Americans as extremists. Let's watch.
5: I can tell you that we don't investigate people for their exercise of their constantly protected, constitutionally protected religious expression. I, I that particular intelligence product is something that as soon as I saw it, I was aghast. I had it withdrawn. Really, You were aghast. I was. Oh, uh, really? And yes, what sir. have you done about it? Did you fire the people who wrote it? No, I had it withdrawn. Have you fired anybody involved in it? Senator, if you will give me a chance to answer your question. That's a yes question. or a no. It's not hard. Have you fired anyone involved in the writing of that outrageous memo, about which, frankly, you've repeatedly misled the public? Yes or no? The individuals involved have in that you product fired were anyone? not, just a minute, were not found to have engaged in any intentional or bad faith conduct. And in fact, in fact, Senator... A number, of the individuals so the involved, no. a number of the individuals involved in writing that product in the Richmond office were themselves Catholic. So the notion oh, I see. that so they were targeting their own faith Oh, oh so they is had to nonsense. get out of jail free card. I see. They, I see. So you're I immune not and they're that. immune. So we shouldn't ask questions about it. You haven't done a darn thing. You haven't fired anybody.
3: He was aghast. He was aghast, I tell you. And those people that wrote that appalling memo were instantly transferred and given a slight promotion, and now they're uh, the head of the bureau, actually. And look, there's like multiple layers of this deception, this this absurd little play they're playing out. I- I'm, I'm glad Josh Hawley seems fired up and furious about what's going on. He should be. We all should be. This is infuriating. But it sort of rings hollow, doesn't it? When he's sitting there going, you've done nothing. You've done nothing to stop this. When he is a member of the opposition party with a majority in the House who repeatedly votes to fund the FBI to the tune of hundreds of millions of dollars. You haven't done anything either, Holly. None of the the conservatives in Congress have done anything to prevent this. They constantly reward the FBI. And so it's just like various little games they play. The FBI... A director when it's revealed, when it's made public. You know, he wasn't he wasn't aghast and outraged when the memo was written. He was aghast and outraged when it became publicly, you know, in, in um when there's public influence for him to do so. Before it became public, it was he was perfectly fine with it. It became public. People were outraged at it. Then he had to pretend and go, oh well now I'm very aghast. Well now I'm very aghast and angry and you don't do that, sir. No, you're not fired. No, you can have a promotion. Actually, thanks for the good work that you've done on this intelligence product. Whatever the hell that means. So he's got to put on a face like he's outraged at this thing that he did nothing to stop and, you know, endorsed privately before it was made public. And then you've got Josh Hawley, and he's also outraged that nothing's been done, but he also has done nothing to punish the FBI, destroy the FBI, prevent the FBI from carrying out this type of discrimination and anti First Amendment. Activity. Just couldn't be more obvious that this is exactly what's happening. And it just, and you know, just the non answer the failure of our elected representatives to do a single thing to moderate or prevent the massive expansion of self declared powers by the spy state, the FBI and the CIA and the NSA and the DNI and all of these and Homeland Security and DHS and all of these other police. Arms of the federal government that didn't exist when I was born but have been implemented uh, because of the war on terror, a war on terror that's now turned on us, the American citizens, in a way that was utterly predictable and was predicted by us here at Infowars long before it ever came to fruition. And all of this is happening, as we know, as a part of a global plan to implement these types of anti-free speech, anti-First Amendment, anti-dissident programs. The world over, America is just uh, watching the little charade play go on right now, where our representatives pretend to be outraged at the FBI director who pretends to be outraged at the person who wrote it at the direction of the FBI director. And it's all nonsense. It's all play acting. And you can listen to what they say or you can look at what they do. They can say they're outraged all they want. They still implement the bills, they still implement the policies, they still fund the FBI. We're sick of outrage. We want action. We need it Never
1: now. forget that the answer to 1984 is 1776. We've come a long way in the fight against tyranny, and it's been listeners and viewers like you that have kept us on air. That's why we bring you the very best products so you love them, so you enjoy them, As you come back and get them again and again so we can stay on the air in the fight against the globalists because it's viewers like you that keep this operation on air. And here we are, another Christmas is here, being the biggest sale of the year, Storewide free shipping, double Patriot points, up to 60% off, storewide. My new book, The Great Awakening, get a signed or unsigned copy, it's all there. X2, finally back in stock turbo force finally back in stock it's all there at infowarstore.com so i want to wish you all a merry christmas i want to thank you all for your support we're in this fight together and i'll encourage you now to get store free shipping double patriot points up to 60 percent off on all the great products at infowarstore.com or 888-253-3139 infowarstore.com
4: InfoWars.com forward slash show.
3: Navigating the maze of mainstream narratives, Harrison Smith finds the hidden paths in the war room. All right, welcome back, folks. Remember to go to InfoWarsStore.com to support us. But it's not just for our benefit. You should go to InfoWarsStore.com. It's also... Place where you get the supplements you need to meet your goals in the next new year. That's that's my pitch. Yeah, Christmas is great. Yes, you should buy your Christmas gifts at InfowarsStore.com. Get an InfoWarsStore.com gift card for the InfoWarrior in your life. But importantly, remember that we are less than a month away from the new year, and maybe now's the time that you start planning your new year's resolutions and making sure that you have the supplements on hand to help you achieve them, go to InfoWarsStore.com to take advantage of the massive Christmas sale up to 60% off, plus free shipping and double Patriot points during the InfoWars Christmas Spectacular on InfoWarsStore.com. Keep us on the air and in the fight. Brain Force Plus, Brain Force Ultra, DNA Force. It's all on sale at InfoWarsStore.com, and it's all incredible. Let's go back to some of these videos. Let's watch, in the absence of any actual meaningful steps towards reducing the totalitarian despotic behavior of our central government, the impotent shrieking of the the, uh, Republicans as they complain loudly to the people who they themselves are funding to the tunes of hundreds of millions of dollars, as they condemn the actions that they themselves have funded and are doing nothing to prevent. And everybody, oh, everybody's very condemn. Everybody's about to condemn the things that they're doing, but they just keep doing it. So, care less about what they say and more about what they do. Oh, and they do all sorts of uh, objectionable things. We'll start with clip twenty-two here. This is Representative Andy Biggs asking why pro-life activists are prosecuted at such a higher rate compared to pro-abortion activists. Clip 22, let's watch.
2: I want to just provide context regarding the FACE Act and the prosecution disparity, which looks like it's almost 16 to 1. Uh, pro- pro-life people are prosecuted 16 times to 1. It is important to put in context that since the Dobbs case was leaked, there's been over 100 attacks on on uh, pro-life centers, birthing centers, and churches. And so that makes the numbers even more
3: disparate
2: and, and, and creates a perception of bias here.
3: Wow, powerful, powerful stuff. You understand what he's saying right there? You understand what he's saying? They're prosecuting pro-life protesters at a 16 to 1 rate compared to the pro-abortion protesters, how many abortion clinics have been firebombed in the last year? Anybody know? That'd be the question to ask. How many pro-abortion, how many, uh, you know pro-abortion charities have been firebombed or spray-painted or vandalized or attacked in some way? How many abortion clinics have been set on fire in the last year? Because there have been hundreds of attacks against pro-life organizations, pro-life charities, against churches. Against pregnancy centers that are actually doing the thing that pro-abortion activists claim they'd want to see, it's like, well, if you're if you're so pro-life, then why are you doing something to help? And it's like we are. You burn our building down, and Maltov f- cocktail the establishment. So what are you talking about? Dozens of attacks on churches and pro-life clinics have occurred since last summer. More than 100 attacks on churches and pro-life clinics have occurred since May 2, 2022. At least 147 attacks on Catholic churches have occurred since the leak, with most consisting of property destruction, according to a tracker by the conservative uh, group Catholic Vote. A report by Conservative Family Research Council examining attacks against all denominations of churches has found at least 57 incidents from January 2022 to September 2022, that contained pro-abortion messages or were linked to pro-abortion protests. An FRC tracker also shows that 64 pro-life organizations have been attacked in the period between the leak and March 2023. So this is even up-to-date numbers, but you can see the, dis- the disparate attack numbers. Which again, he trees like, so you can see how uh, disparate the numbers are. And do you not get what they're doing? Do you not get that this is exactly what they did with Antifa? and the proud boys do you not understand that this isn't something that you can just point out the disparate numbers as if the people running these programs are going to be like well gee I hadn't thought of it that way you're right we should be actually charging the people who are actually doing the destruction and the damage and the terrorism gosh we didn't realize you don't think they know you don't think they're perfectly cognizant of exactly what's going on again it just reminds me of Antifa the Proud Boys or Antifa and MAGA Trump supporters, where you just have a litany of examples, example after example after example. A couple just yesterday or the day before got a $500 fine for burning down a building during the BLM riots. You've got people going to jail for two decades for shaking a fence at the Capitol because they're MAGA. It's not a matter of, as we have said a million times, disparate application of the law. Well, we burn down their abortion clinics and they burn down our pro-life centers and they get away with it and we get punished. No, we protest at abortion clinics. We stand outside of abortion clinics and wave signs. We get our door kicked in and dragged away with AR-15s pointed at our children and face years in prison. They bomb pro-life organizations and there's not even an investigation. doesn't even register. Antifa, as you see behind me here, have staged full-on... Military activity against the American government. They have staged raids. Attacking with egregious violence. Police. Police officers. The military. You ask the FBI or the lead Democrats about targeting Antifa. They say it doesn't even exist. It doesn't even exist. It's a figment of your imagination. The images we're seeing on screen. Continuously as we have over the last three years. It is such a... It's just like, it's not, it's not about trying to elucidate the problem. It's not about trying to explain to everybody what's going on. They're perfectly aware of what's going on. They know exactly what they're doing. You have to stop them now. You have to treat them like enemies and do everything you can to confuse and befuddle and prevent their programs. I, you know, I read a statement earlier that was like, you know, Democrats treat politics like war. Republicans treat it like a debating club. That's really how it is. I mean, these people, either they're in on it and they're playing their part, pretending to be the opposition when knowing perfectly well that they're allowing this to take place and are in a way or just by, you know, not stopping them. They're contributing to this happen. Or they're the dumbest people on the planet. You're sitting here talking to an FBI who has over the last three years not just routinely violated the rights of American citizens on every level from the mass violation through the FISA courts and mass gathering of information with no warrant to the individual abuses that they've done to the coordination that they've had between activist groups and the Department of Justice the FBI and Merrick Garland, where they say, gee, we sure would love to bring the full force and weight of the American military and government and militarized central uh, police force down on these protesters for daring to speak up at school board meetings. But we need a letter from you first. They go to the school board administration and say, you write us a letter saying you're worried so we can have the excuse that we need to target your enemies, people of faith, people who are patriotic, people who believe in foundational principles of our country. We really want to crush them. So you write us a letter saying how scared you are. And then we'll have the excuse we need. To carry out the despotism we desire. And yet again we're in this situation. And whether it's Joe Biden. Or the COVID pandemic. Or anything like this. It's frustrating because. Our role. Here at InfoWars. Here on the outside. Here the people with no power at all in this society and in this system we make you aware of this now you the ones with the power should do something about it instead it's like we're in this infinitely long court case where we just keep presenting evidence and a judgment never comes how much evidence do we need
1: normally christmas is our biggest settle of the year but because of supply chain breakdowns and other issues this is our biggest sale because finally, almost all of our best-selling products are finally back in stock, including sold out for more than a year X to the only true nascent iodine. Out there is finally back. What it does for your immune system, your body, all your cells is miraculous. It's discounted at Infowarstore.com. Double Patriot points. Free shipping. Biggest sale hands down of 2023. I'm sure Christmas will have a big sale, but we'll be sold out of most of this. So Christmas has come early. Black Friday's come early, and it funds the Infowar. Get X2. Get Vaso Beats back in stock. Get all the other great products at Infowarstore.com right now. But. It Again, our fan favorite, my favorite is X2, sold out for over a year, could be our last run of we're shut down, get it while you can, X2, discounted, infowarsstore.com. Last year we put this book out, The Great Reset and The War for the World, it became a number one national bestseller. Now we've put part two out and it's even thicker and more powerful. The Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalists and launch the second great renaissance.
3: Welcome back folks. We got more videos that I could go to. Let's skip to the end, shall we? Let's see what all this is really about. If we could go, we could show video after video after video. Of either the Republicans impotently castigating the FBI for just continuously violating our rights in every possible way. I mean, from the Twitter files and the way that the FBI was coordinating with social media, which, by the way, Christopher Ray, showed you the video of him at the World Economic Forum, bragging about this and talking about how the future, there will be a lot more cooperation between the spy states and the social media companies in destroying and censoring information. I mean, you can talk about the, the uh, Hunter Biden laptop And the just blatant lie about this being Russian disinformation in an excuse or in a method to pervert the American election. You can talk about the Catholics. You can talk about the so-called white supremacist domestic terror program that whistleblower after whistleblower have come out saying this is not about domestic terror. This is about surveilling the enemies of the ruling party. It's all so obvious what's happening here, but where does it go? Where is it getting to eventually? What happens if our leadership in the Republican Party continues to impotently and worthlessly mouth off about this stuff while doing nothing to stop it? And you – I mean you really – you really got to understand how, how dangerous all of this is and where it's going. And Christopher Ray will give you little hints of it. And the, the Republicans will bring up little aspects of it. But somebody like James Carville, they'll tell you the real impetus behind this, the real ideology driving these decisions. Let's go now to clip number seven. Here's dim strategist James Carville on Laura Coates Live saying what the people that run our country – Really believe about its citizens? Let's watch.
5: Well, first of all, I don't think he can hold his party together. Second of all, you're exactly right. Mike Johnson and what he believes is one of the greatest threats we have today to the United States. When I, talking about I, I, the, I promise you, okay. I know these people. Well, you're talking about Christian nationalism. That's absolutely. This is a, a bigger <clears throat> threat than Al Qaeda to this country. They, and let me tell you something. They have the Speaker of the House. They got probably at least two Supreme Court justices, maybe more. Right? Don't kid yourself. And, and people in the press have no idea who this guy is, how he was formed, what the threat is, and this is a fundamental threat to the United States. It is a fundamental. They don't believe in the Constitution.
3: So that was Cajun Skeletor saying that Christians are a bigger threat than Al-Qaeda, bigger threat to America than any other terrorist group, any other threat. The biggest threat, according to these people, is me and you. It's Christians. It's American Christians, white people in particular. Now he's just expressing what all these people believe, what they all understand. Because the, the, big, the big secret is he's absolutely right. He's absolutely right. And it's only because of our really wearing thin forbearance. It's only as an aspect of our seemingly endless patience that this has been allowed to go this far. That You've got people on TV wearing gay pink sweaters saying the biggest threat to America is Christians and Christian men and people like Mike Johnson. Mike Johnson, the biggest threat. Yeah. Christian nationalists like Speaker Johnson are a bigger threat than Al-Qaeda. It would be one thing if this was a crazy old bald man from Louisiana rambling to the alligators in a swamp. This is somebody on national TV expressing the belief held by the people who run our country, and they're not shy about admitting that. And it's behind a lot of their policies, including things like immigration We should go to clip number four, just as a a brief little visit to the border, shall we? Let's go ahead and roll clip number four here. There's currently 845 people waiting to be transported in Lukeville after crossing illegally. Roll the clip. The ones I talked to are from Guinea. Some of them have been waiting for three days. Just hundreds and hundreds of adult male men waiting on the border to be transferred by our government deeper into our country for no reason. Oh, is there a genocide going on in Guinea? Is there? Are these people fleeing their refugees, their asylum seekers? Are they? Where are their families? Where are their wives? Where are their children? These are adult men invading our country. And the reason is because, well, they're not dangerous. They're not a threat to the power system. They're not a threat, a threat to the power structure. In fact, almost all of them will instantly become utterly and completely dependent on the power structure. And you don't rebel against the people who feed you and clothe you and house you. And we have videos of them saying, thank you, Joe Biden. Thank you for everything, Joe Biden. Thank you, Joe Biden, for bringing us in. Thank you for giving us food and shelter. And I'm not speculating for the tens of thousands of migrants that have gone to New York City. Two percent of them or less have actually even applied for work permits. So they're coming here to live off of the prosperity of Those Christian nationalists that they so demonize and so they're no threat to the ruling class they're no threat to the ruling order you're being replaced and it's partly because of you know racial impetus and and white hatred but it also is largely because of the beliefs and inherent desire for liberty and freedom that naturally born and heritage Americans have where does this all go let's go down to clip number 24 Here's Senator Dick Durbin just just spilling the beans, just saying what the purpose of all of this really is. Let's go down to Clip24.
0: What troubles me about the debate now about the southern border is it is one half of the immigration equation. Yes, we need order at the border. Yes, we need to have changes in the laws that reflect the reality of the overwhelming numbers from all over the world who are coming to our, our shores and our border. But there's also an incredible demand for legal immigration into this country, even now. The presiding officer, my colleague from the state of Illinois, has legislation which addresses one aspect of that. Her bill, and I hope I describe it accurately, says that if you are an undocumented person in this country and you can pass the physical and the required test, background test, the like, you can serve in our military, and if you do it honorably, we will make you citizens of the United States. Do we need that? Do you know what the recruiting numbers are at the Army, and the Navy, and the Air Force? They can't reach their quotas each month. They can't find enough people to join our military forces. And there are those who are undocumented who want the chance to serve and risk their lives for this country. Undocumented. Should we give them a the chance? That means illegal. I think we should. And let me tell you about other...
3: So that's Senator Dick Durbin, as this InfoWars article relates wanting to turn illegals into American soldiers. He wants to take people whose first and only act in relation to the nation of America is to violate its laws and circumvent its security in order to get into our country. And now they're going to put an American uniform and an American rifle in their hands and say, you just serve us and you'll have citizenship. You'll be rewarded with all of the largesse from... You know, our enemies, the white Christian American people. So make no mistake, I saw something of Gavin McGinnis going, So they're bringing in foreigners to go, they want to bring in a bunch of like whatever, South Americans to go in and, and then we'll send them overseas to fight Muslims. We're going to start World War III, so we need soldiers. So we're going to bring in foreigners to go fight our war. And no, 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 no. They're meant for us. The army's going to turn on us. What do you think the ultimate conclusion of having the FBI and the NSA and the DNI and the army itself and the Navy and the spokespeople of all these organizations constantly demonizing Americans, constantly demonizing white people in particular, Christians in particular, constitutionalists in particular? Well, if we're the biggest threat, if we're the greatest domestic terror threat that there is, you have to do something to stop us, right? But the problem is that If those same white Christian Americans are the ones serving in the army, they might not want to carry out military operations against their fellow Americans. They might not want to do things that they're constitutionally prevented from doing. So what do you do? You bring in people who don't give a damn about the Constitution, don't give a damn about the American people, and will serve the elites as a private army against the American people, against us, the law-abiding, constitution-loving American citizens. They're bringing in foreign troops to put on American uniforms to be used against the American people. This isn't about people bringing in migrants to fight foreign enemies. It's about the American government enlisting a private army to fight us. That's what they're doing. They're doing it right out in front of us. They're laying down all the groundwork for the psychological operation for the rest of Americans to allow them to do it.
1: What would you do if there was a tyrannical totalitarian world government taking over – whose plan was to kill 90% of the world population, and they were already beginning to do it. You would rally against it, you would fight it. And that's what we're doing. This is the reality of 2023. I just want to thank listeners and viewers for your last year's support and want to encourage you now more than ever to spread the word about the broadcast, to pray for the broadcast, to take clips and share it from the broadcast, and to buy products that enrich your life at InfoWarStore.com. We have the signed or unsigned copy of my new book, The Great Awakening The Plan to Defeat the Globalist and Launch the Second Renaissance. Twice as long as my last book, incredibly powerful, signed or unsigned, InfoWarStore.com. And we have X2 finally back in stock after over. Every year infowarstore.com we have turbo force 10 hour clean energy back in stock and a bunch of other great products as well so please visit infowarstore.com and do your christmas shopping there fund the War and get great products all at the same time they committed these crimes And all the other tyrants and all the other would-be psychos and mad scientists need to see them jerking at the end of a rope for the millions they killed so they understand we won't tolerate this behavior in the future because humans come first. This is our planet. We value ourselves, and we're going to go interstellar, and you're not going to stop us, and we are a pro-human, human supremacist movement that wants to empower the species. And the globalists are doing nothing but destroying our species. This is a epic moment to be alive. And the globalists admit that what they count on is the general public having a low attention span and a goldfish's memory. Shall we forget about the last crime they committed and the next crime and the next crime and the next thing and the next war and the next fraud and the next scandal until we just become acclimated and accepted? And the answer is no, I don't accept it. I see the trajectory that you're taking us on, and we refuse to go there. We refuse to be part of this. We say no, and I'm not somebody that loves death. I don't take any pleasure in that. But they need to be executed, and you know they do. You know they need to be executed. Don't truck bomb them, don't shoot them, don't harm a hair on their head because the media will spin it and and it'll it'll be turned against us. No, we just get our people elected, we take control of the institutions, might take five years, might take ten, and we just blow the whistle on them and we beaver away and we don't buy anything they say and we, we build our own communities. And then we start indicting them and they start singing like canaries once we control the justice departments of the world. And we let the people that blow the whistle just get 10 years in prison, and then the kingpins get marched up on a public platform on international television, and we put a rope around their neck, and we pull the lever, and we break their neck in front of billions of people. That's what happens when you kill children and innocent people. That's what happens when you when tens of millions of children now have heart attacks and myocarditis and they have TV ads going, it's normal for babies to have heart attacks. Get used to it. Defibrillators in school, it's normal. Everybody's got heart attacks now. No, that's not normal. A little kid having a heart attack and dying or living 10 years after they're given the shot with excruciating heart swelling and they finally die. You know in the numbers, half the people that have this myocarditis will be dead. Top experts agree within five to 10 years. They killed us. They murdered our people, and they're just getting started. They did this as a test to see if they could manage it and get away with it, and the people would buy it. Remember, the UN won't give any migrants the shot. They said, oh, it's too dangerous. And we're just gonna sit here while these creeps are still in power? No, we gotta get them. And you watch. You don't believe it because you're so arrogant. But one day, sooner than you think, you're gonna be up on international television with that big cheering crowd right there, because you were anti-human, and you're so into death, and you decide who lives and dies, and you're going to depopulate us, and you're going to kill us, and you're going to get what you tried to make us live through, which you did kill many people. Just like those Nazis at Nuremberg, you're going to get that next snap real good and clean. Nothing cruel and unusual about it, but you're going to die on international TV, crap in your pants, jerking at the end of a rope. <laughs> got to legally and lawfully take over the system and then they got to be executed and look that's the kind of thing makes them come after me they know i'm a very serious person it's the kind of thing get me killed it doesn't matter it needs to be said they murdered 20 million people they need to die
3: this is a literal war folks and it's not really that complicated to see hang them high alex jones that can be found at band.video and infowars.com there are certain punishment ...historically fit for traitors, for for murderous scum, for people who have carried out and are carrying out in front of everybody a campaign of genocide against humanity itself. Whether it's COVID or the immigration, migration, replacement migration program, or the violations of our constitutional rights on a grand scale, on a national or indeed international level... If they're not punished, they get away with it. They get away with it. It's over for us. This is EU-U.S. tension worries Kissinger,
1: and are we going to lose our liberties in this country because everybody from Governor Frank Keating to Henry Kissinger are calling for Americans to start living another lifestyle, to give up liberty for security as the Henry Kissinger and... Governor Keating quote, and I'm hearing it all over the radio, television.
0: Uh, Kissinger was asked how to get the U.N. troops on American soil back in 91 in Evian, France, in front of the Bilderberg Group. He said that we had an outside
1: threat. The American people would beg for their world government to save them. The alien threat scenario has been discussed by Kissinger and others. Publicly, they've admitted they're going to use a fake alien
4: attack. There also exists an extraordinary opportunity to form for the first time in history a truly global society of a new world order that's
5: what this is about visit infowarsstore.com today
3: take on the new world order by keeping infowars on the air welcome back folks this is the war room second hour has begun we'll take your calls in the third hour do support us at infowarsstore.com the fear mongering from these people Is really something else. I, I'm just even trying to trying to express how their brazenness, their the the level of their evil, is so great that that alone makes it almost impossible to open people's eyes to it. Bill Hicks has a, a joke about this, and it's not from one of his specials. I got to find it. It's a video somebody filmed one of his last shows where he talks about, I think it was the JFK assassination he's talking about in particular, but it could have been Waco as well, where he's saying people don't believe it because in order to understand, in order to believe, in order to fully comprehend what's actually been revealed through the investigations into these conspiracies, you have to believe. That your entire system is corrupt to the very top. That not only is your government engaged in brutal and horrific public executions of American citizens or the American president. And that approval for these actions has taken place at the president level, the State Department level, and all the way down to the bottom. And basically says, you know. It's too much. It's too much for some people to realize. It's too much for people to comprehend. So they're much more comfortable just going, that can't be true. That can't possibly be true because it's too overwhelming. It's too scary for some people. It's like putting on the they live glasses and you see everyone around you is a skeleton reptile. Most people just choose to take the glasses off and hand them back and live in ignorance. But what you have to understand is that you can take the most outlandish Alex Jones rant you've ever seen you can take ones like the ones we just saw or ones from way back in the day where he seems to be tearing his hair out warning about what's coming and it still doesn't rise to the level that would be appropriate for what's actually happening. From the 85,000 Children that the American government admits they've given over to strangers and have no idea where they are, what condition they're in. That alone, horrifying enough. Just one minor aspect of one policy, the immigration policy. Get into COVID, the lockdowns, the despotism that they were so greedy to claim for themselves as soon as they had the excuse. An excuse that they did, by the way, they created COVID in a lab, manufactured it. And when you look at who these people are, what they're doing, what they've already done, and that these people, these war criminals, these mass murderers are not just unpunished. They're still in power in a lot of cases. They're still implementing the same policies in many cases. And they are terrified that they'll be held to account. They are frozen in fear at the prospect that the American people, with our overwhelming numbers, with our insurmountable firepower, might actually hold them to account, might actually make them face an appropriate punishment for the crimes against humanity that they have routinely gotten away with up to this point then it makes sense why they're so frantic why they're so scared why they have to continually push known lies over and over there's two examples from this week one's from the Atlantic the danger ahead the Infowars article summarizes it the Atlantic dedicates an entire issue to hysterically warning fascist Trump threatens democracy the second term will be much worse well what do they mean? How was the first term bad? How was it bad at all? The worst thing about the first term was that we constantly had to deal with the manipulations, lies, deceit and outrageous behavior from the spy state against Trump. Trump was bringing peace about. Trump got the Abraham Accords. Trump crossed alone into North Korea for the first time ever as an American president. Trump brought prosperity. Trump had stock market records being set every week. There's nothing bad for the American people about Trump's presidency, except that they were continuously assaulted with psychological terror by the mainstream media in their desperate attempt to stop somebody like Trump from being able to actually wield the power that we voted to give him. The Atlantic comes out. Saying he's a fascist and if he returns he'll want to get retribution against his enemies. You should pray for Trump to be the one to distribute retribution. Trump's an even-handed guy. Trump just wants what's best for America. Trump just wants everything to get back on track. He wants to free the American people from the endless corruption of D.C. establishment. You should pray it's somebody like Donald Trump that the American people choose to set things right. Because if you... Get rid of Donald Trump Whoever comes next Is going to be so much worse For you So much worse This is David Frum I'll leave it up to you to find out who he is for all of its marvelous creativity, the human imagination often fails when turns to the future, he says gaily. It is blunted, perhaps, by a craving of the familiar. We all appreciate that the past includes many moments of severe inability, crisis, even racial revolutionary upheaval. We know that such things happened years or decades or centuries ago. We cannot believe they might happen tomorrow. Yeah, what if I told you they're happening right now and it's you people that are doing it? When Donald Trump is the subject, imagine imagination falters further trump operates so far outside the normal bounds of human behavior never mind normal political behavior that's difficult to accept what he may actually do even when he declares his intentions publicly what's more we have experienced one trump presidency already we can take another false uh, we can take com- uh, false comfort from the previous experience we've lived through it once american democracy survives maybe the danger is less than we feared uh, it's like he's it's like he's verging on revelation it's like he's just Flirting with becoming a real human being and actually understanding that this rhetoric, this language about Donald Trump's second presidency, second presidential appointment election is no more frantic and paranoid than the first time. It wasn't like people were going into the first Trump presidency being like, let's give the guy a chance and see how he does. They were calling him Hitler. They were calling him a Nazi. They were calling him a fascist, a dictator. It was a threat to democracy. The thing he doesn't want you to realize is that four years as president, Trump did nothing that they said he was. In fact, if anything, he was way too lenient on the people in D.C. He was way too soft in his dealing with these people. Maybe that's what they understand. Maybe that's what they realize. But he's almost like verging on revelation here where he's like, we lived through it once. American democracy survived. Yeah, all of our warnings about the fascism that was coming, about the way he would, you know, bring back slavery. I mean, all this ridiculous nonsense that they said about Trump the first time, none of it happened. And they're terrified that you might realize that you might actually look at the Trump presidency and go, hey, actually, that was pretty nice. It was pretty good. I mean, except for the hysterical screeching, the endless annoyance from the mainstream media, terrified that Trump would do something to break their stranglehold on the minds of the American public. Outside of that, everybody did pretty well. Everybody did pretty great. The whole world benefited from the Trump presidency. They're terrified of you realizing that. And we'll explain exactly how when we go to the next similar story from this week saying that the trump dictatorship is all but inevitable how we can prevent it never forget that the answer to 1984 is 1776 we've come
1: a long way in the fight against tyranny and it's been listeners and viewers like you that have kept us on air that's why we bring you the very best products so you love them so you enjoy them as so you come back and get them again and again so we can stay on the air in the fight against the globalists because it's viewers like you that keep this operation on air and here we are another christmas is here being the biggest sale of the year Storewide free shipping double Patriot points up to 60% off store wide my new book The Great Awakening get a signed or unsigned copy it's all there X2 finally back in stock turbo force finally back in stock it's all there at infowarstore.com so i want to wish you all a merry christmas i want to thank you all for your support we're in this fight together and i'll encourage you now to get straw wide free shipping double patriot points up to 60 percent off on all the great products at infowarstore.com or 888-253-3139 infowarstore.com normally christmas is our biggest sell of the year But because of supply chain breakdowns and other issues, this is our biggest sale because finally almost all of our best selling products are finally back in stock, including sold out for more than a year X to the only true nascent iodine out there is finally back. What it does for your immune system, your body, all your cells is miraculous. It's discounted at InfoWarsTore.com. Double Patriot points. Free shipping. Biggest sale hands down of 2023. I'm sure Christmas will have a big sale but we will be sold out of most of this. So Christmas has come early. Black Friday's come early and it funds the Infowar. Get X2. Get Beats back in stock. Get all the other great products at InfoWarsTore.com right now. But again, our fan favorite, my favorite, is X2. Sold out for over a year. Could be our last run of we're shut down. Get it while you can. X2. Discount at InfoWarsStore.com.
4: The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show.
3: Yes, folks, according to The Atlantic, if Donald Trump returns to the White House, he'll bring a better understanding of the system's vulnerabilities, more willing enablers, and a more focused agenda of retaliation against his adversaries. Well, we can only hope. I wish. I wish he'd been as bad as you said he was the first time around. He wouldn't even be in this mess. We could have prevented COVID itself from taking place. Could have saved millions of lives. Instead, he... He thought maybe there was still some remnant of honor, some remnant of the American government that still actually sincerely believed in the promise of an elected representative republic. He was disabused of that idea, and now I hope he is clear-eyed about the threat that he faces, about the war that we're in, about the existential crisis that these people's existence Poses for the rest of us. The Atlantic says he's, he's going to be a fascist. He's going to get retribution. Oh, whoa, whoa, no, not retribution. Oh dear. <laughs> and I like. I wonder how much of this. Let me rephrase that. One hundred percent of this is that these people are the bad guys, and they are desperately trying to prevent appropriate punishment for their crimes. That's all. That's it. And it's not just about the crimes they've committed in the last couple years. It's the last several decades with these people. Here's another example of a, another very similar. I mean, this is the talking point now, right? This is the, the establishment line that was really laid down most stridently by Joe Biden. There's MAGA extremist talk that if you want to make America great again, you're a terrorist. If you vote for Donald Trump... Or like America first policies, you're a danger to this country and must be rooted out and destroyed. This is the line. This is the reality if they get their way. This is what will be taught in history books if they win. History is written by the victors. And 100 years from now, you may well be reading in history books, a fascist dictator named Donald Trump attempted to overthrow the American government But he was prevented from doing so by the heroic actions of Mark Zuckerberg and Robert Kagan. That's going to be history. That's going to be what your children's children will believe because that's what they'll be taught by the history books if these people get away with their psychological operations. From Robert Kagan, opinion at Washington Post, would Trump be a dictator and can he be stopped? His opinion article here at the Washington Post says, a Trump dictatorship is increasingly inevitable. We should stop pretending. Again, it's like hard to even confront this because, first of all, it's the paranoid ramblings of a psychotic. So nothing Trump has ever done hints that he may be anything like a dictator, to my disappointment, I should add. But on top of that, even if he was – have you seen the American system recently? You think we can keep going like this? How long you think we can keep this charade up? With 10,000 people a day crossing the border. With the FBI solely focused on tearing down the American people and Christians and Catholics while allowing the highest crime rates in our history to go on a post. How much longer can this continue? So Trump's not he do not want to be a dictator, he's not trying to be a dictator for the sake of our country he might need to be people like myself see that as a preferable alternative to all out civil war which is by the way same reason Julius Caesar became dictator because the civil wars in Rome at the time were so hugely costly and, and massively destructive that uh Coalescing under one leader was by far the preferable outcome. But the point isn't even necessarily what Robert Kagan is saying. It's who Robert Kagan is. Because you have to understand, this guy is the editor of the Washington Post. If you don't know who Robert Kagan is, just go look him up. I'll give you a brief little rundown here. But if you want to point to the biggest blunders of the American system, the biggest violations of humanity itself over the last several decades, Robert Kagan was leading the charge. This man is responsible for so much death and suffering and expenditure of American resources over the last several decades it almost boggles your mind. And the really scary thing is knowing how these people, like Robert Kagan and his wife, Victoria Nuland, deal with people that they perceive as threats to their power. They don't see them as, as threats to democracy, they don't see them as threats to the, the world order. They see them as opponents in a war that they are perfectly willing, capable, and in their minds justified in assassinating. Or starting wars over. I mean, Robert Kagan, just a little brief rundown. Neoconservative. He is the co founder of the Project for the New American Century, which was the think tank that got us into Iraq and started the wars in the Middle East that started the refugee crisis that is destroying Europe as we speak. Senior fellow at the Brookings Institute. He writes a monthly column for uh, World Affairs. Born in Athens, uh, Greece. He's married to American diplomat Victoria Newland, who I remind you, when the Ukrainian people elected a president that, just like Donald Trump, clashed with the designs of the globalist cabal, of which Kagan and Newland are primary figures, when they democratically chose somebody that Kagan and Newland and disagreed with, well, what was their solution? It was to start a color revolution. It was to Use snipers to assassinate peaceful protesters, to create a crisis situation, to oust that president from power, to put in a puppet who – it's not even speculation this is happening. They're on the phone. Victoria Newland is on the phone deciding who's going to be in charge of the country at that point, in charge of Ukraine. And then use the chaos and catastrophe that they created by their extrajudicial meddling in these countries – to start a war that at this point has killed hundreds of thousands of people, achieved nothing, but cost the American people hundreds of billions of dollars and the Ukrainian people hundreds of thousands of lives. These people are angels of death. These people are demons in human form. They're the most vicious, evil, misguided scumbags the world has ever seen. If they're worried about Donald Trump being president, you should vote for him. If these people are worried... That Donald Trump's retribution Might land on them It's because they're guilty Of everything Robert Kagan Victoria Nuland Whether it's the wars in the Middle East or The war in Ukraine Or the increased censorship here And the Patriot Act It all goes back to them And their compatriots And their fellow members of the cabal And they, the absurdity Of their belief system the fantasy world they have to live in is such where he says it will soon become irrelevant when millions of, of Republican voters turn out to choose a person whom nobody allegedly wants. So in the same article, he says Donald Trump is dominating polls across the board, even amongst Democrats. But then he says nobody wants this president. That's how salt-sistic When I say this, are.
1: I mean it from the very bottom of my heart. I want to say... Thank you to all the viewers and listeners for supporting the broadcast over the years. We together have changed the world at an incredible level. And I want to salute the crew as well and all of our sponsors and supporters. Ladies and gentlemen, wow, the fight has really been joined with the globalist, And as we go into 2024, the most important election in world history, it is now more important than ever to get around the censors and override the globalists. So keep spreading the word about the broadcast. Keep sharing the articles and videos. Keep praying for the broadcast and our reporters and the crew. And shop at infowarstore.com, where for Christmas, we have the biggest sales of the year. Double Patriot points. Storewide free shipping. Up to 60% off on products like Brain Force Plus, Brain Force Ultra. TurboForce is back in stock. X2 is back in stock. Vaso Beach is back in stock. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula, it's all there. My new book, The Great Awakening. Do your Christmas shopping there. Get great products and fund the Infowar.
4: Thank you. Infowars.com forward slash show.
3: Peeling back the layers of the day's events to reveal the core truth. War room with Harrison with Maris. Maris. All right, welcome back folks. Infowarsstore.com is where you go to support this. Outlet, this bastion of free speech in a world under attack by lies, just endless, vicious, hateful deception from our leadership is not without physical manifestation. If there is any justice in this world, people like people like Robert Kagan and his wife Victoria Newland would have long ago been appropriately punished for their activities. I mean, is there anybody in the country now? I'd like to see a poll. I wonder if any has been done recently. Where if you ask people, was the war in Iraq a good thing? Was that the right thing for America to do? What do you think the percentage of Americans would say that it was correct? What percentage... of the American people be like, yeah, we brought them democracy. See how much better everything is now? Like who would – who thinks that? Everybody knows at this point. Everybody's aware of what Alex Jones was aware of before it even started somehow. Gee, how did he know that this was a cataclysmic, catastrophic failure on every level? Benefited nobody, cost us untold amounts of resources, not to mention the goodwill… Of other countries and other peoples Just A crime against humanity In in every possible way And yet the people that brought us that The people that got us into it The people that argued for it And called people like Alex Jones You know Horrible names for being opposed to it Not only Have evaded punishment They're still in power they're still making decisions. They're still editors of newspapers and assistant secretaries of state. And they're still doing exactly the same thing. They're still engaged in exactly the same destructive behavior. We are an occupied nation by these people. And it's not like they get some right and some wrong. It's not like, well, the invasion of Iraq was bad, but the invasion of Afghanistan was good. No, it's all been disastrous. Hugely costly, and it all amounts to mass murder carried out in our name. The war war in Afghanistan, if the two decades of senseless conflict wasn't enough, and we leave billions of dollars there and escape in disgrace and leave dead soldiers on the ground as we flee. These people are responsible for it, and they avoid Judgment, And now exactly the same thing has happened in Ukraine with the exact same people using the exact same plan, only even more so because in this case, it's been revealed now through trials and investigations that the initial protest that turned into a massacre, the Maidan revolution, was carried out by snipers on the Maidan, on the Maidan side. So here's the Victoria Newland there supporting the protesters in the square. The same protesters that she or her counterparts in Ukraine would order be fired upon to create the crisis to usher in their puppet presidency to continue their war plans against Russia. You think these people care about anything but themselves and their power? Handing out bread. Oh, would you like some bread? Oh. Watch out, I'm going to order a guy to shoot you in the head later, but here, have some bread now. So yeah, the the investigation's been done. The Maidan massacre, that was the impetus to overthrow the duly elected president of Ukraine to install the American puppet to continue the war plans against Russia. The snipers that fired were firing from a Maidan-controlled building on Maidan protesters, a total false flag, to start a war, to carry out a coup, to start a bigger war. These people are salivating. They're drooling with the thought of killing Donald Trump. They're drooling with the thought of bringing a bunch of foreigners to the American army and then starting a civil war so they can unleash the power of the American military against the American people for daring to question them, for daring to stand up for them, to them, for daring to oppose their globalist schemes and plans and point out that nothing that these people advocate ever benefits America in the slightest at all. And it's not supposed to. It's not designed to. It's on purpose. Let's take a look at a few of the headlines. What's going on in Ukraine? We haven't checked in on Ukraine in a while. Kiev opens corruption investigation into arms procurement. Ukraine said Tuesday it was investigating alleged corruption into arms procurement, but vowed there was no misuse of the Western weapons pouring into the country to fight the Russian invasion. No, of course not. Oh, by the way, Zelensky just bought two new yachts. Did you know that? Zelensky... Turning Ukraine into authoritarian state just like Russia, says Kiev mayor in shocking interview. Well, what do you expect? To defend democracy, we have to suspend elections. To guarantee freedom of speech, we have to censor and silence our opposition. To stop the, the dictatorship and the authoritarianism of Donald Trump, we have to create a police force to silence American dissidents and those in opposition to the government's designs. Oh, big surprise. Zelensky turning Ukraine into an authoritarian state just like Russia. As if Russia's anywhere close to Kiev. At least Russia has elections. Can't say the same for Ukraine. US nearly out of money to help Ukraine fight Russia, White House warns Congress. So they know it's over. They know it's completely over. They know they have utterly failed. They know that they have Spent once again, just like in the Middle East, just like in Libya, just like in Syria, once again, without a declaration of war, without making the argument for the American people why we should be involved in these overseas conflicts, without ever even suggesting that this matter should be put to the Congress and put to a debate. We've never declared war in Syria. Why are there hundreds or thousands of troops there? They're just doing it. This is all part of the plan. This is what globalism is these same people go we need globalism to prevent war globalism doesn't mean an absence of war it means an absence of state militaries combating one another what it means is a single unified military structure that targets and eliminates anybody who opposes them that's all it means and that's what they're establishing so yes, the, the White House has said, ah, gosh, we just can't afford the Ukraine war anymore. Sorry, we only gave you hundreds of billions of dollars. We only assured you that if you just fought a little bit longer, just wasted more of your lives, just sacrificed a little bit more of your dignity and sovereignty as a country that America would have your back. But gee, look, Israel's more important. So goodbye, Ukraine. From Zero Hedge, U.S. will stop giving money to Ukraine in three weeks Has Kiev Already Lost? Germany's Welt newspaper claims Ukraine is crumbling and that Orban was right, but nobody dares to admit it. The most popular publication in the country of Germany is well known for its pro-Ukraine stance and ran numerous articles in the past about the likely success of Ukraine's military offensive against Russia. However, in a column published yesterday by the uh, paper's chief correspondent, the assessment of Ukraine's chances in the war is decidedly bleak. Entitled Has Kiev Already Lost? The article describes Ukraine's military's growing increasingly despondent that's growing increasingly despondent to the point that the country's commander-in-chief admits there's a stalemate at the front and has been pretty much the last year, by the way. 125,000 Ukrainians lost to the meat grinder. That's the headline from Gateway Pundit. 44% of Ukrainians want peace talks. Putin says Russia has never refused peace talks. This could have been over the first month that it began. Why didn't it? Because American politicians, the American puppet masters of the Ukraine regime didn't want it to. So now 125,000 Ukrainians have had their lives spent, wasted, destroyed by these people in a fruitless endeavor, in a totally worthless campaign of mass murder by the likes of Victoria Newland and Robert Kagan, who, by the way, are warning you of the danger of electing Donald Trump as president. They're busy starting conflicts that kill millions of people, literally kill millions of people. Oh, but don't elect Donald Trump. He might bring retribution against them. He might make them pay for their crimes against humanity, and that's what they really don't want. That's why they're so frantic right now.
1: What would you do if there was a tyrannical, totalitarian world government taking over whose plan was to kill 90% of the world population, and they were already beginning to do it? You would rally against it, you would fight it. And that's what we're doing. This is the reality of 2023. I just want to thank listeners and viewers for your last year's support. and want to encourage you now more than ever to spread the word about the broadcast, to pray for the broadcast, to take clips and share it from the broadcast, and to buy products that enrich your life at InfoWarsTore.com. We have the signed or unsigned copy of my new book, The Great Awakening, The Plan to Defeat the Globalist and Launch the Second Renaissance. Twice as long as my last book, incredibly powerful, signed or unsigned, InfoWarsTore.com. And we have X2 finally back in stock after over Year, Infowarstore.com. We have TurboForce, 10 Hour Clean Energy back in stock, and a bunch of other great products as well. So please visit Infowarstore.com and do your Christmas shopping there. Fund the Infowar and get great products all at the same time. I'm a humble person, and I want to say that I'm just a man, but I'm not just a man. Just like you, no matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe got a plan for you who has a destiny for you and that's why the system hates you and fears you and that's why they hate me it's because the spirit i carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love my friends the enemy's coming after me not because i'm a loser but because i'm a winner they're coming after you not because you're a bad person because you're a good person and because you love god and god loves you And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you to always remember that I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting.
4: The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show.
3: phone calls in the next hour. We'll give out the number then. I just, I really just want to get across how, (laughs) how you should see these people like Robert Kagan and Victoria Nuland. You know, they never get their hands dirty. They're never the ones who actually carry out the massacres. They're not the ones who pull the trigger on the guns that kill the innocent protesters, that start the crisis to overthrow an elected pres- uh, elected government. They're just the ones with the ideas. They're the ones who sell it to everybody. They're the ones who give the orders to do this. And I hate to even call them like the angels of death because it has the word angels in it. But this is how I picture them. Right, like that, that picture from Victoria Newland handing out bread in the Maidan Square to the people that she herself or her underlings would order be massacred as an excuse to overthrow a duly elected president. Like, human lives don't matter to them. Justice means nothing to them. It is a power game they're playing, and their control is the only thing that matters and if somebody even remotely presents a threat to their eventual control, in their mind, that person is not only worthy of death, they deserve it, and it's a crime if they live. So they they flit in, they land in somewhere like Ukraine, they go to little meetings, they hold little talks. Well, I mean, if this... Uh, protest gets a little bit out of hand then we'll have to come in and uh, and stop it oh it's going pretty smoothly well maybe a couple snipers could take take care of that oh you need some don't worry we we won't use ukrainians we'll bring in somebody else we'll give passports to the kazakh stands or you know, kazakh fighters that we have we have militia members and uh, mercenaries from you know eastern europe but they'll come in they'll kill the people we'll Orchestrate it. Uh, Don't worry about the story getting out. Don't worry about our plans being revealed. We control the media. So we'll tell the media what to report. They'll say it was the Ukrainian government that did this. And then we'll have all of the diplomatic impetus we need to overthrow the government and install our people. Uh, What's a few human lives in the pursuit of our power? It's a small cost to pay. I'll take that burden on. So they come in, they flit in, they kill a couple people, they instigate a revolution. They cause strife and misery and chaos and death, and they flit along to their next project, they just leave it behind. Oh, did it work? Did they succeed? Robert Kagan, years upon years, arguing for the overthrow of Saddam Hussein, advocating in the halls of American, the halls of American power, that he needs to be overthrown. That American intervention is not just right but necessary in the Middle East. They go there, make their little arguments. They. Consolidate the talking points. They distribute those talking points to the mainstream media. The mainstream media picks it up. They get all of America on board. They start a war that kills half a million people, a million people. Who knows? Who cares at this point, right? What's well, a million lives in the pursuit of their power? Does it succeed? No, obviously not. Iraq's in a terrible position. America spent. Millions of uh, d- uh, hundreds of millions of dollars and thousands of uh, American lives. Your sons and daughters had to die or come back just absolutely destroyed, put on uh, medication. So they're chemically lobotomized. And they're missing arms and legs and half their faces blown off and their lives are destroyed. And they'll never have children. But, you know, who cares? These people got what they wanted, which was whatever more power, more consolidation, a refugee crisis into Europe. So all the rapes and murders and crime that has been precipitated from that. Little project can also be placed on their docket in the tribunal, but they'll never be held to account. They just come in, they advocate for it, they make demands, they make orders. Those orders get carried out. The media that they control and they're editors of, as Kagan is the editor of Washington Post, they report it in the way that they want it to. And then later it's realized that, oh, well, gee, it looks like the war was lost and we gained nothing and everything was terrible And instead of everybody going, well this was your idea You dirtbag, this was your idea You murderous scoundrel You should be the one who's paying for this You should be made to experience The tragedy And the suffering that you've inflicted On millions of people No, instead they just flit along to their next little project Oh, let's start a war in Syria now Oh, our project in Ukraine's bearing fruit Let's go to war with Russia Let's send 100,000 Ukrainians Into the meat grinder, why not? We're not going to pay for it. We're not going to be held to account for it. We got a promotion because of it. And they flit along to their next little project where they just leave behind them just a trail of destruction. Just buildings, lives, nurseries, babies, fathers, mothers, just bodies strewn, body parts, blood just soaking into the ground in the path behind them. And they just move along to their next little project. Nobody says anything. Nobody points anything out. They're shrouded in this inassailable mask of privilege I mean it would be one thing if they were kind of right sometimes it would be one thing if it was like "Oh, we had questions about that Iraq thing but look at Iraq now what a great idea that turned out to be no Libya same thing open air slave markets again opening up the floodgates to Europe just mass suffering on an unimaginable scale these people are behind it and again I just don't understand it I just don't get how these people can be So wrong, so often. Believing in them is so hugely costly in every respect money, pride, lives. I mean, they just waste everything in pursuit of power. And they just get a promotion. They just keep, they just keep, they just remain at the top. Just keep floating along like a little boat on a lake of blood. And so let me clarify this headline from the Gateway Pundit. 125,000 Ukrainians lost to the meat grinder? That's in the last six months. That's in addition to the upwards of 300,000 deaths prior to that. On the Ukraine side alone, not even counting the Russian side. So this is what Victoria Newland and her husband Robert Kagan... And they're fellows at the Project for the New American Century or the Council on Foreign Relations or the Foreign Policy Initiative. They're these little think tanks that come up with these ideas. They get hundreds of thousands of people killed, and then they move on to their next project as if the first one never happened. They're responsible for this. This is what their project has resulted in. So they're very scared that Donald Trump might come in and mess things up because, you know, the, the... Kagan-Newland program has been such a rousing success. We wouldn't want Donald Trump to come in and mess that up, would we? An all-out mobilization in Ukraine, the deliveries of Western armament, and a commitment to strategic, uh, and the commitment of strategic reserves to combat by the Ukrainian military command have not changed the situation on the battlefield. These desperate actions have only added to casualties amongst Ukrainian army units. Over six months of the so-called counteroffensive, the enemy has lost more than 125 1,000 personnel and 16,000 items of various arraignment, Shoigu said in a conference call with military commanders. Observers, including Colonel Douglas McGregor and uh, Robert F. Kennedy, have claimed Ukraine has lost approximately 350,000 men before the start of the offensive. That would put Ukrainian losses in the war at 475,000 killed, wounded, captured, or missing. Nearly half a million Ukrainian men Embroiled in this puppet show authored by American politicians and appointed figures have lost their lives. Half a million families destroyed for nothing. For nothing. 125,000 for absolutely nothing. No land gained back. No victory against Russia. No authoritarianism prevented. Just sh- just fed into a meat grinder by American politicians with a promise of victory that they knew from the beginning was never possible. Now, Lindsey Graham, of all people, Senator Bloodfeast himself, seems to actually be realizing what a hopeless, pointless cause this all truly was and is hoping to at least take advantage of it one more time before it's all over. Going out to clip number eighteen. Here's Lindsey Graham on Ukraine funding.
4: So I will not vote for any aid until we secure our own border, reform asylum, reform, reform parole. is possible to do. Democrats don't want to do it. All Republicans want to do it. I'm not helping Ukraine until we help ourselves.
3: Wow. So there's Lindsey Graham, Senator Bloodfeast, saying that he refuses to fund Ukraine anymore unless we take care of the southern border which is interesting because literally one month ago or two months ago from the hill graham says ukraine aid will not be separated from border funding so now that he realizes it's over now that he realizes the massacre that he and john mccain robert kagan victoria newland the other despicable scumbags have brought have brought about has failed he's going to pretend like he's standing up against it and he's america first
2: bolster your immune system and so much more regular turmeric from the store contains about 1-5% to of the active ingredient curcuminoids but our super powerful extract using bodies contains over 95% of the active ingredients in turmeric. no other product can compare with this curcuminoid delivery system so if you want to put the true power of turmeric to the test then look no further grab yourself a bottle today for 25% off at infowarestore.com and put your body at ease
0: Thank <laughs> you.